Welcome to Growing in the Gospel with Father Zach Weber. It is the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, here we are, Father Zach, and school started this week. It's been cool to see kids back. You know, this priest, you know, it's always cool to see little kids and you know, they're kind of like free therapy. They don't judge you. They just kind of love on you. Uh, great to have kids back at school and sports have started up and here we go. I uh, just want to invite you to, as always, as, as we do growing in the gospel, it's a prepare for this upcoming Sunday. So if you could share this with a friend that helps me uh, know that what I'm doing is working and the Holy Spirit's working, but also uh, to pull out your Bible, to get out the Holy, call upon the Holy Spirit, pull up some friends and do a Bible study. Come prepared for Mass. And one of the best ways to come prepared for Mass is to look at the readings now and then also make it a goal to go to confession before you receive the Holy Eucharist and receive the Word so you're in a state of grace. Our Gospel this Sunday comes from Luke 14, 25 through 33. And just looking back, you know, last week we had readings on humility, taking the lower spot. The week before that, asking the question, who will be saved? You know, talking about... Talking about um, knocking at the door and the Lord not recognizing us. So the readings this summer have been really difficult, yet the Lord continues to push forward because He loves us. And lovers demand the best, as our Lord does out of us. So again, our gospel begins with Luke 14, 25-33, which begins with, Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and He turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh and say at him, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king, marching into battle, would not first sit down and decide whether the 10,000 troops, with 10,000 troops, he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, Anyone who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. Oh my gosh. This is, these are the Gospels I don't like preaching on because they kind of cut to the core. Um, but nonetheless, the Lord calls us to go deeper and to really look at what he's saying and challenging us with, you know, talking about the last line. Any one of you who does not renounce, do not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple, cannot be my follower. And again, a disciple is somebody who's completely surrendered his life to Jesus. We have to ask ourselves, have I, have I done that? You know, um, have I put Christ first? And as we look at these readings, it's going to hopefully shed a little light upon them and help you come prepared here. So looking at our gospel reading today, we're in Luke chapter 14 and you know, the Lord says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own life. So what does the Lord mean by hate? So it's an idiomatic term meaning to love less. But the Lord uses a strong term 
to get your attention. It says, not even the sacredness of family loyalty should outweigh our commitment to Christ since we must be willing to abandon even close relationships to follow him. You know, a lot of us struggle with this. We put our family before Jesus. We put our loved ones before Jesus. That's not a disciple. If you do that, you're, you should probably go to confession, repent. You really ask the Lord for the grace of detachment to place him first, to trust him. And he says, whoever does not do that, you know, hate his father, mother, wife, children, brothers, sisters, and even your own life, you cannot be my disciple. The Lord is challenging us because he wants you all in. You look at sports teams right now. If you're not all in, you're going to fail. If you're not all in, you are going to fail. And if we are not all in with Jesus and we're all in with other things that are not God, that are not Jesus, that are not the church, we are going to fail miserably. And the Lord warns us not because he's a jerk, but because he loves us. And he's saying, if you do it my way, I'm God. Trust me. Have faith in me. You will have a better life. He also says, whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be, cannot be my disciple. You know, and just to say thank you for your own cross. To say thank you. Because so many people don't follow Jesus with their whole heart and they do it lukewarmly. And, you know, if you had a friend who was lukewarm with you, what, would you, what, what kind of friendship would that be? And someone who said, I want to follow you, Jesus, I'm going to pick up my cross daily, but I'm going to complain about it the whole time? You know, it's so interesting. We'll wear, we'll wear crosses around our neck, but we'll complain about the ones on our back. And true disciples very rarely complain. Because we always live with death before our eyes, as the Benedictines do. So Jesus does not mean that we should have to place a wooden beam across our shoulders. He's not talking literally. But that we always have death before our eyes. So we're completely all in. And asking yourself, maybe just ask yourself right now, have you died yet today? Have you carried that cross? Because that cross means death to self and not falling into vain glory. And, you know, the Lord simply just says, which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost? So discipleship is a serious commitment. Let me just say that again. Discipleship is a serious commitment. It is not about testing the waters or holding ourselves back from God. A complete surrender to Christ is necessary to complete the tasks of Christian living. And a striking image of the, of the demands and consequences of discipleship is shown in this gospel today. The Lord says, do you not sit down and, and count the cost to see if you have enough to complete it? And the Lord is even saying, you know, if you lay down a foundation and you're not able to finish, people are going to mock you and laugh at you. Because we're called to finish the race. You're called to be a disciple, like a follower who has surrendered everything. And we have to detach. We have to trust Jesus. We have to build that tower of humility. So that when the temptation of this world come to love your loved ones before Jesus or to love physical items for Jesus, you can say, it's the Lord's anyways. 
It's the Lord's anyways. It's not mine. So how is your foundation? How much trust do you have in Jesus? You know, we, should always, we always need, of course, more trust in Jesus, but we really have to look at the battle we're going into. Because sometimes our battle is just with putting loved ones before Jesus. Sometimes our battles are with materialism. Sometimes our battles are with impurity and pornography, just getting caught up with food. You know, look at the seven capital sins. But all those things are meant to entangle you and hinder you from being all in. It's amazing when you can get in a car crash or have something tragic happen and still have peace. Those people trust Jesus. They are all in. And you and I need to do the same. And notice, the last thing I just want to say, notice there's a difference between renouncing these things and leaving these things. For it is the way of, very, of a few perfect men to leave all things that is a cast, of, cast behind them the cares of the world. But it is a part of all the faithful to renounce things, that is, so to hold to the things of the world as by them not to be held in the world. So what that means is you and I are free. We know that if I forget my cell phone, life will go on. It'll be okay. But I don't say that material things are evil, but I do know that I don't need them if I have Jesus, if I have the Eucharist, if I have community, if I have the church. And it's not easy. I wish I could say it was easy, but it is tough. But try getting on your knees and, and surrendering a little, little more each day. And then, if you want to go all in, abandon yourself to God's divine providence, which means, Jesus, you take care of everything. I abandon myself to you. I am completely yours. Everything I have is yours. Everything. And it's not easy. Maybe you have to start saying no to certain friendships, and you have to ask the Lord to lead you away from them so you can start following that narrow path and you can start taking the lower seat and you can start carrying your cross and loving Jesus first. Talk is cheap. I'm done talking. What are you going to do? My challenge to you is to listen to this song next that I'm going to play for you called Lead Me Away by Luke Spihar and be real with the Lord. Tell Him what you struggle with. Tell Him that you want to be all in then get on your knees and do it. May Almighty God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
just to say a face So lead me. Mm-hmm.